Sometimes in life we just suffer. Sometimes it's from being totally withdrawn. Or so much stress that we are totally anxious. Or so tired that we are totally burnt out. But our current position is not our final destination. No, indeed. There's hope. So whether it's your personal life, your career, your relationship, your business, or your job, we say there's reason to believe again. And we present from Andy's personal development, the breakout room. It's the place for health, happiness, and prosperity. Stay tuned for more. Here we go. We are live in the breakout room. This is Andy of Andy's Personal Development, live in the breakout room with my special guest, Tom Palladino. And he is the one that is going to be the star of the episode this afternoon as we present to you live in the breakout room. Remember our three watchwords, health, happiness, and prosperity. So let me tell you a bit about our guest as we bring him on. I know he's eager to tell you a lot about himself, but let me see if I can take the spotlight for a little bit and then pass it on to him. He's a holistic medical expert and scalar energy researcher with over 40 years of groundbreaking experience following in the footsteps of Nikola Tesla and other greats. So without further ado, let's introduce our guest, Tom Palladino. Welcome. Thank you so much, Andy. Thanks for the invite. Okay. okay, great. So, Tom, just tell us a bit about yourself so that the audience can be a little more familiar with you and what drives you to be who you are today. What drives me, I'm a humanitarian. I want to help people. And I help people through technology. I have incredible technology that I think can benefit the world. And I want to introduce this technology to mankind, scalar technology. Okay, so could you tell us in detail what scalar energy and technology is really all about? What is the basic concept of it and how useful can it be for us today? The concept behind this is we work with the energy of the sun and the stars. I'm not working with electricity. Behind me are scalar energy instruments. I am controlling a different energy than that of electricity. Now, if you look at technology, all technology helps us. All technology serves mankind. And it's my contention that scalar technology will serve mankind and will improve our lifestyle immeasurably. So this is the next computer. This is the next iPhone. Okay, great. That's interesting. So how can people become much more acquainted with understanding how they can implicate all the aspects of this technology 
into their current lifestyle. Yeah. Well, I have an instrument that controls this energy spectrum. Like most technology, you have to engineer something. You have to invent something. I'm going to point to the instrument. Yeah. This is a scalar energy instrument. It controls scalar energy. And with that, I can improve what I call energetic health or quantum health. So we're going to speak about health from an energetic or an informational standpoint. I don't work with people. I work with their energy field. It's a new branch of physics. So what do we do with technology? We help people. We advance humankind. With this type of instrument, I think I can help people. And I am helping people energetically. And I'll explain to your audience. When I work with a scalar energy instrument, it's much like this conversation we're having for our computer. I see your image, Andy. You see my image. Obviously, you're not in my laboratory. You simply, if you will, share your in information. You share communication with me in my laboratory. Now, by analogy, I work with people by way of their photograph. A photograph has an energy field, a signature. A photograph has a code. My photograph has a code. If I place my photograph inside this instrument, there's a code, there's a signature that the instrument can pick up on. So much like you and I are having a video conversation, I can have a conversation through a person's photograph, if you will, through this information system. Now that's quite profound. And that can only be achieved with scalar energy in which you can pick up a scalar energy signature and communicate with it through a photograph. Wow, amazing. It now brings me to a point where I'm so fascinated could you tell us about the history of this, when it was discovered, and how it became such a wonderful a source of energy that we can use to improve the lifestyle that we now live? Right. It, it can improve our lifestyle. Tesla, Nikola Tesla was the first man who developed scalar energy instruments. And to illustrate, he was able to create these instruments and light up a light bulb at a distance or power a car. So what am I getting at? This is free energy from the sun and the stars. This is not oil. This is not nuclear. This is, has nothing to do with electricity. You simply tap the energy from the sun and the stars. You can illuminate all, an object. I'll describe what I can do locally at least. But this is the light bulb that I hold in my hand. When I pass that light bulb close to the instrument, it will illuminate. And there's so much energy coming off the instrument, we can illuminate objects now. I can do that locally, and eventually I want to do that at a distance. Tesla was able to illuminate objects at a distance. So keep in mind, I'm not working with satellites. There's no electrical wires attached to that light bulb. I illuminated. Well, isn't that the easy way to light up the world without satellites and substations, yeah. without having to drill for oil? Yeah, yeah. Free energy. This is free energy in the infrastructure exists so it's free energy with a free infrastructure i'm getting there okay I'm working, I'm working towards free energy right now i'm working with quantum health so i digress but let's get back to what i can do with people uh -huh. this instrument i've discovered will act upon photographs and what do i mean if i place a photograph a magnified photograph of the herpes virus inside the instrument the instrument will act upon the photograph will actually ascertain the energy level 
are the energy code of a photograph of a virus. If I were to place my photograph close to that photograph of the virus, the two energy fields communicate. Okay. Now, this is not biological. It's all information. So the information, the code of herpes, if I can find that code or that intelligence in me, the instrument will not only find the code, the signature of herpes, but destroy it, nullify it in me. So a photograph of a microbe, a virus, serves as the informational input to find that virus in me, the code, the signature, and nullify it, bring it to a state of chaos. So instead of working with chemicals or the physical body, I work with the aura. And the way I access the aura or the force field is through the photograph. Again, if we can share our images through a computer, then why can't we share an image with a scalar energy instrument? You can do so. And furthermore, a scalar energy instrument can act upon a photograph. That's what's so fascinating. Wow. Hey, look, Tom, here's the thing that I'm really fascinated about. Since this instrument, this, this system can do so much wonderful things, including bring about healing, why is it that we haven't heard more about it with regards to that expert in terms of how it can help people to deal with the different diseases that we struggle with every single day. How is it? That's my question. I'm, why has my research been suppressed? Why has the research of Nikola Tessa been suppressed? I want to make this very clear to your audience. Over 100 years ago, Nikola Tessa, the great scientist, was working with scalar energy instruments, and he was able to power a motor, power a car, illuminate a light bulb. He demonstrated free energy. Now, if that's true and accurate, and I say it is, that will change society, including industry. That will change the military-industrial complex. Wow. So in, in light of all of that, what it is that you can currently do, because you appear to be the, the torchbearer, so to speak, for this kind of, I would consider it as alternative method of energy and healing. What can you do to increase that level of awareness and that greater capacity of understanding that people can see the virtue in scalar energy? That's the purpose of our podcast. I want to share my information with your audience. I want to share that these instruments are, according to the laws of science, they're engineered and they follow the laws of science. So where are we going with all of this? Technology should serve mankind. That's the point of my research. I contend that anytime I place a photograph of a microbe inside the instrument, the herpes virus, or a, a photograph of streptococcus, I can eradicate those in the information field. Now, what do I mean by information field? I don't work with the physical body. I don't work with flesh and blood. There's a higher plane. There's a higher science of information. It's all non-physical. I instruct the aura or the, if you will, the information field. I never work with people. Now, the key to my research is I don't have to work biologically. All right. I don't. I work with the information, which is of a higher order, and it produces a different effect. So to be clear, this is not medicine. This is not a biological approach. It's a new approach 
that very few scientists have ever been able to enjoy to access because you need a scalar energy instrument to access the energy field. So to be very clear, I access a person's energy field. I don't access their physical body. Right. Wow. And that certainly takes it to a higher level. Yes. Definitely. It, it takes it to the level of information. Now, when I work with a photograph, to fast forward here, there's never a chemical reaction. That's at a lower level. I don't work with chemicals. There's no biological reaction. I don't work bio in a biological sense. I work at a higher order through the ether, through information. All of my work is non-physical. Scalar energy is non-physical information. So you cannot have an adverse reaction. It's okay. impossible for a photograph to have an adverse reaction. Wow. <laughs> wow. I'm really fascinated by this stuff, Tom. So I'm going to help us and our audience to understand better what you're saying. Let me see if I can share this with us for a moment. And we can have comments from you. I'm a scalar energy researcher. I've devoted my life to this topic of scalar energy. And the reason I've devoted my life to this is it offers such prospects of, of benefits and improvement of the human condition. As a technology, it's like none other. This technology will change the course of history. Scalar energy is a technology that will liberate mankind. It offers to mankind free energy from the stars. It offers to mankind the ability to eradicate disease. It offers to mankind the ability to control gravity, to eventually use anti-gravity flying instruments. It offers to mankind the ability to change the psyche, to improve human intelligence. So scalar energy, this new and emerging science, is, is just filled with opportunity. And I look forward to the day that the world embraces this new and promising technology. Thank you. That's in light of that, Tom, here's the question. Are you seeing any progress in acceptance towards this alternative line of energy? Yes. People are very open. I'm glad you asked that. We have a grassroots movement, and God bless the people. To be very clear, I'm working with people around the world. They see the merit. They feel better. See, there's no way to test this. No, no, no hospital, no, no research lab, no physics laboratory has ever duplicated my results. So I stand at, at the forefront of this movement because my instruments are unique. I don't expect anybody to duplicate it unless you have my technology. Nobody has my technology. Now, the key is people. Do people feel better? Yes. Why? Well, you'd have to ask them. You, you cannot prove yet that this energy exists. Academia does not accept it. Put it to you that way. <clears throat> Scalar energy physics is not taught at the college level. It should be. So I'm trying to introduce it or reintroduce Nikola Tesla's work. And you might say to yourself, why is this not being introduced? Why are we not open to this? We're open to other ideas. Free energy intimidates some people. That's why. Wow. So here's the thing. With regards to moving forward, what do you see yourself doing to create a greater and higher sense of awareness? We spoke about the podcast. We spoke about you building a community with people beginning to experience wellness, feeling better. 
But is there anything more, Tom, that you can do to bring on people as as partners and increase the influence of the community? Yeah, I, I hope so. And, and <laughs> if I can work with one photograph, I can work with many photographs. This right. instrument can work with a million, two, five million photographs a day. Wow. Easily. easily. Yes. So once the world catches on, we have free sessions on our website. Once the world catches on and they feel better, or they say something positive has happened. And once I start receiving millions of photographs, then millions of people will say There's, this works. Right now, we still have to educate people. Once we have millions and millions of people who've tried our free sessions, we will then be a household word. We will then be able to make an impression upon the world. world excuse me. So it takes time. And I'm willing to, to go those steps to introduce it to the world. Wow. Okay, so I'm looking at your information and I'm seeing a part that I know a lot of people are going to be interested in. And it says from longevity to anti-aging, yeah. to hormonal balance and nutrition, stress and fatigue. Yeah. How in a natural sense does this new alternative help people to get relief in those areas? energetically through intelligence and keep in uh -huh. mind i don't work with the physical body i right. work with the energy body right and explain if i hold up a photograph of spinach all of my work is through photographs because a photograph is a source of light right that's a magnified photograph of spinach the key is the information on the photograph if i place my photograph close to that photograph of spinach the two energy fields once again communicate i am starting to receive now the energy of spinach not the chemical the energy and the download of that energy into my quantum field makes me feel better it provides nutrition at an energetic level okay this is how i receive my vitamins and minerals this is how i receive my nutrition today sometimes i only need eat one or two meals a day I don't, I don't need to eat that much. This wow. is my nutrition, energetic nutrition. It's fascinating, Tom. So in terms of what is happening in the world today with regards to AI, artificial intelligence, mm -hmm. how much of it is being used in what you do with regards to the level of technology that you have been able to achieve yeah. with scalar energy? Very good. Artificial intelligence is still relying upon um, human programming. Humans have to build a computer. And yeah. Those computers, that programming still is human generated. Now, through, if you will, cause and effect relationship and trial and error, then the computer can start modeling on its own. Okay, that's fine. <clears throat> There's no human intelligence with this instrument. So it's not artificial intelligence, it's divine intelligence. Okay. There's a gigantic difference with what I'm doing. For instance, there are thousands of phytochemicals and flavonoids and vitamins and hormones on that photograph of spinach. And when they work together synergistically, and they do, that's incredible. There's no way I can understand the permutations of thousands of phytochemicals. This energy does. And when I place my photograph side by side, the spinach photograph, I enjoy that synergistic energy without human reasoning, without human programming. 
So I'd much rather have divine intelligence through energy. Now, to be very clear, energy is fundamental. There's only one thing in the universe that's fundamental, primal, energy, light. Artificial intelligence is not fundamental. It's man-made. Wow. I work at the source, fundamental energy. I don't rely upon human reasoning or human computers. Okay, great. There is something very intriguing about the study that you have done. And I suppose it would have originated from Mr. Tesla himself. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play another video with regards to this because I this is mind-boggling for me. Um, but I think it's like an eye-opener for so many people who are probably currently considering if they can get involved in what you would do. Let me just play this for us. Now, what does this mean to us? Well, what, why don't we learn how to work with scalar energy? And why don't we assemble water for our crops, for landscaping? In other words, if you can see how quickly water could compromise a building and how we could create water by way of scalar energy, if an earthquake can create an abundance of water, then why can't we control scalar energy and create water? All you have to do is assemble hydrogen and oxygen. Now imagine what that means. You know, water is in short supply. If we can master scalar energy, we can take superabundant hydrogen and oxygen, combine it into H2O water, and we could create all the water we want. We would not have to drill for water. We could eventually irrigate our crops by way of a scalar energy instrument to create water. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. So what is the point? Intelligence, scalar intelligence, it's primal. It's responsible for everything, including the formation of water. So if we can assemble hydrogen and oxygen, H2O, we can create water. Once we master scalar energy, we should be able to create water. That will be the way we irrigate our crops. That's the way we'll be able to fill our lakes and ponds. So to be clear, scalar energy provides dominion over nature. If I can hold up in my instrument a photograph of the herpes virus, I have dominion over that virus. I can break down, I can bring that virus to a state of chaos. That's the proper term. Some people might say I disassemble it or eradicate it. But what I do, I control the intelligence. So I can break down the intelligence of a virus and hopefully eventually I can assemble water. Now, if that's the case, that should be an indication that scalar energy will allow us to control the universe. Wow. And that's what I meant by a bit mind-boggling because... You know, it's it's a it's a it's a situation where you have to try and wrap your mind around exactly what Tom Palladino is saying. Have you achieved any level of success with regards to the water scenario? Not yet. I, I've got theories. It, it's a different instrument. There won't be this instrument. If I okay. can do that, I'll, I'll let you know as soon as I, <laughs> I can accomplish that. <laughs> And the reason why I ask that is because, yes, there is a global concern about what we are doing to our planet. And I think that we have been guilty in many ways of 
just destroying our, our, our home that nature has so graciously provided for us. And you made mention of the fact that we have to drill the earth now currently to get water. What you are talking about can make such a huge difference. Here's the thing, though. How much do you think that people will accept the fact that this is the way to go with regards to the forward development of our ability to sustain life so much longer on the planet? You're, you're absolutely right. We're, we're running out of options with the current paradigm. Let's just face it. The current method of doing things is expensive, it's dangerous. We're consuming so many resources. Keep in mind with intelligence, I consume nothing. It's intelligence, it's non-physical. See, a lot of people, they, they wanna relate this to biological science, it's not. A lot of people say that this is mechanistic in some fashion, it's not. It's all non-physical intelligence. It's the intelligence that commands nature. Now, if we can do that, we, we no longer have to drill for oil. If I can illuminate a light bulb in my laboratory, eventually I should be able to illuminate that light bulb a thousand miles away through intelligence without consuming carbon, oil, propane, without having to create a windmill. Wow. You know, it's, it's even more amazing when you think that it can bring mind and spirit enhancement. How can that be achieved? Yeah. Well, consider this. I'm going to hold up a red light bulb, so maybe that will demonstrate better by way of color. You can see yeah. the yeah. light bulb is illuminated. Now, imagine that amount of light going into my brain. My uh -huh. So let me demonstrate. I hold up my photograph to the, to the instrument. So what am I getting at? If I can illuminate a light bulb, I should be able to illuminate the mind. And that's what happens with this energy. Many times, it's called a chakra bouncing. For one hour, we illuminate the mind, we illuminate the chakras through intelligence. It's not a chemical. And that download, that afflatus, if you will, produces a, a feeling of euphoria. People are happier. Some people say they can give up cigarettes and alcohol. Others say it lifts their depression. So the energy enlightens. It's all working at a primal source, at a primal function, working with, if you will, the cause and effect of nature. Scatter energy is the cause. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful. So here's one of the things that really fascinates me the most. In terms of what we are made up of as, as human beings, there is that sort of symbiotic resonance that you align with also the stars. Right. How did you come to that conclusion, Tom? Yeah, well, if Tesla could develop, it was Tesla, if Tesla uh -huh. could develop instruments, right. if, you look, if you look at his instruments in Colorado Springs and Long Island, New York, there were two towers, and you study those photographs, there's no wires, there's no substance. Uh -huh. There's uh -huh. no motor. It's wireless transmission. There's no moving parts. There's no moving parts with that instrument. So where's the motor? The motor are the stars. That's the power plant. 
Wow. Simply captures the energy of the stars. Tes Later in his life, all of Tesla's work was non-physical. He's no longer working with AC electricity. And he had no moving parts. There was no turbines. So you have to say to yourself, where did the kinetic energy come from? The kinetic energy is from the stars. This Can't solves agree. everything, practically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> so how did you get access to this amazing research that Tesla and, and this other guy had done? Yeah, Hieronymus. Galen Hieronymus was another... Yes, that's, yeah, that's the name. That's the name. I, yes. I met the Hieronymus family back in 1993. Wow. And I was able to work in their laboratory. They, they saw that I was interested. And in many ways, they turned over their laboratory notes to me. And they said, go ahead. Because at that time, they, they were aging and they knew they were not going to uh, live much longer, to be quite frank. And in many ways, they turned over their their instruments to me. I could buy instruments from them and they shared their notes with me. And I continue on with that legacy to this day. So Tom, in terms of continuity, are you currently mentoring any individual or group of people that you see the potential in and, and you're saying, yes, I can invest some of Tom Palladino and what I've gained from these great guys into these people so that it can be carried on into the future. Not yet. See, that's the ah. problem. There's no money in this. Ah. There's no. There's no paycheck. This is for my entire life. I've, I've worked without a paycheck. Ah. So this this is still groundbreaking. There's no industry to attach itself to this. So how many people can devote 20, 30 years and, and not receive payment? Right. Generation. Right. They right. won't do that. So it's sad. You can see that's that's the uh, that's the uh, bottleneck right now. Wow. Yeah. Fascinating. So in terms of what you do in, in terms of getting people to understand the system, in terms of getting them to engage in the use of the technology, and I, I use the term technology very guardedly because to me, it's, it's a much more higher level of understanding the power of it than just basic technology. Are you going to be doing any sort of literary work in terms of books, magazines, stuff like that? I, I, my website has, I've written 300 articles on scalar energy. So that's right. the best place. They're monographs. Yeah. Now, um, I, I've never had a demand for a book and I really don't want uh, to take the time to write one. I'd rather research. My time is limited. Okay. The key is this. People have to start embracing this technology and yearn for it. Otherwise, this is going to die with me. It died with Tesla, and it, it will die with me, just to be blunt. So wow. other researchers have to get involved. We need people to devote their life to this. This takes time and effort. It's like anything. This is a career. This is not going to happen easy. There's no shortcuts. Yeah, so what can you do to entice people to get on board, Tom? Uh, look at my website, and then read Tesla, and read whatever you can on scalar energy, and then think big. Realize that this energy controls nature. If scalar energy controls nature, then we can eventually control nature. If we can control nature, we have dominion over nature. This will be paradise. We won't need to work anymore. Machines, scalar energy machines, will work for us. This will be paradise. Wow. Ah. 
have me taking a breath there and thinking about yeah that's that's a sort of utopia kind of scenario um in terms of the leaders in the world have you thought about creating an opportunity for having an audience with any of the leaders of our the maybe not just north america yeah. but in terms of europe or any other way that at least you can have the opportunity to spread the awareness of this amazing discovery. I welcome any serious-minded party, anybody. You know, we're having a public discussion. Anybody out there who's listening within earshot, contact me. Look at my website, look at the results. We have 3,000 testimonies on our website. Read the testimonies, then you decide if this is favorable. You decide if you want to proceed. I want to, I want to promulgate this. That's the purpose of having this public discussion. Yeah. I welcome anybody. If you're serious, I'm serious. Yeah, wonderful. I like that. Thanks for sharing, Tom. I want to give you a practical scenario. And based on what you're saying in terms of the level of how this can be used, a factory scenario where you have a production line and you are having products coming off the production line, how can this amazing discovery be used to enhance the opportunity to reduce the level of human input and increase the level of product output? Okay, for instance, today I work with half a million photographs and I downloaded vitamins into half a million people. Yeah. So many of these people no longer take vitamins, multivitamins. Yeah. So you you obviate the need for multivitamins. You obviate the need to ship the vitamins. You obviate the need to create the vitamins. You obviate the need to swallow the vitamins or the protein shake. So you do away with the physical order. All, all, of, that, all of that is unnecessary. You don't need that, that physical order. You need only non-physical intelligence. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> quite amazing so i just want to take Tesla's take, towers take yeah, yeah 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 in yeah yeah Colorado springs there are no moving parts once again to that tower he was simply absorbing the energy from the sun and the stars and then he would broadcast it wherever he wanted so there's there's no engine the engine is the stars there's no power plant there's no, there's no wires you don't need satellites you simply disperse this, emanate it, broadcast it through the ether. Everything is non-physical. We're not working at the mechanistic level anymore. This is not mechanical engineering. This is etheric engineering. Yeah, there are two areas that I, I, I want to go in, and it, it, it involves technology, but it, it, it also involves the laws of nature. And the first one, Tom, is how can this in any way impact upon our inability or ability to deal with the laws of gravity. Yeah. There was a, a Russian scientist, let me answer your question. A Russian scientist by the name of Viktor Grabenikov mm -hmm. developed scalar energy instruments that would levitate. Wow. And in so doing, it had no motor. Uh-huh. There was no motor. There was no propulsion. He manipulated scalar energy, which negated gravity 
And there's photographs of him levitating. Now, how did he do that? Not by working with electricity, but by negating a scalar energy force field. Once you do that, you can you can float, you can levitate, and he could apparently uh, achieve a velocity of seven, eight hundred, nine hundred miles an hour. Now, what is interesting when he was on his anti-gravity platform, he did not feel any g forces because you're in an anti-gravity scalar energy force field. So, if you negate gravity, you can transport. The future of transportation is anti-gravity. Yeah. It's already been done. Rabinikov did it. Okay. Okay, so that, that takes me to my second uh, thought in, in that we had an aircraft by the name of the Concorde that would have gotten us from New York to London in under two and a half hours or so. NASA is now developing an aircraft, so to say, that would take us there in about 90 minutes. That's just about an hour and a half. Is there any correlation between what you just spoke about and this new technology that they are claiming they have developed? I don't know. I don't know anything about NASA. The okay. <laughs> okay. If, if, if they're still using propulsion, then I would say no. Right. If they've discovered a way of, of anti-gravity transportation, then I would say yes. Uh -huh. Not only you, could you travel from continent within 90 minutes, you could travel from one continent to another in nine minutes. Wow. <laughs> wow, Tom. This is this is truly, truly, truly amazing and obviously impressed. At the end of the day, if you had the opportunity to speak to almost 8 billion people, with regards to what you have discovered and obviously embrace, Tom, what would you say to them? Let's work together. When the world unites, the world will achieve much. The division and the fighting in the world is our undoing. It's foolish. So if I can work with a billion people, we could solve the, the problems of the world. United, we can solve problems. Yeah. Yeah, I fully support and endorse that. Thank you for sharing, Tom. So now this is just for a lighter moment. I, I normally do this based on what I feel in terms of the vibes I get with my guests. It's basically three questions and you have a couple of choices in there and you make a choice and you tell us why you choose what you choose. For example, with regards to eating, you said sometimes you just eat two meals per day because you don't need to eat more than that and you use this amazing discovery to, to sort of balance your energy and get you up to scratch. If you had a choice between ham and cheese and peanut butter and jelly, which one would it be? <laughs> I guess, I guess ham and cheese. I ham and cheese. You delayed a little bit and I'm wondering why. Um, I think there'd probably be more protein to it. I, uh, I just have an affinity for that. Okay. 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 So in terms of technology, do you prefer using Apple Inc-based products or Microsoft? Apple. Yeah. Why Apple? I, I think they're more functional. Ah, I, I, yeah. I think it's, it's a smoother operation. A lot of people agree with you on that, definitely. So it must be true. Are you are you sport oriented, Tom? Oh yes. 
Oh, yeah. oh so so would it be the 49ers or the Chiefs? <laughs> I just I look for a good game. I look for uh -huh. a good game where nobody's hurt. Football's ah. a violent game. Football's a violent game. Yeah. It's really indifferent. I just want a, a good celebration. I don't want anybody to get hurt. All right. So you're neutral across the board, not really gone in for any specific team or anything like that. Wonderful. So Tom, what I'm going to do is give you the opportunity now to share your information with people who I'm sure would want to get in contact with you and have access to the information, this invaluable information that you are sharing. Tell them how they can make contact with you. The website is scalarlight.com. Now, anybody in the world can upload your photograph. We're going to work with you for free. We have 15 days of free sessions. Just email us your photograph. And you can send your family and your, their, your pets. Just make sure you have everybody's permission. And for 15 days, we will balance your chakras. We'll identify and eliminate germs, microbes, and we will assemble nutrients. We do that every day. The instruments are running 24 hours a day. And then we let you decide how you feel. We'll let you decide. You provide the testimony to these sessions. This is the best way, the, actually the only way I can prove it right now, by working with people. I treat your photograph. Remember, it's not a physical treatment. It's a new science. Let me treat your photograph for 15 days. You decide. Yeah, wonderful. So there you have it, folks. Tom Palladino, a holistic medical expert and scalar energy researcher with over 40 years of ground breaking experience sharing this amazing information with regards to scalar energy and the beauty of quantum healing and all the amazing things that we have spoke about we hope that we have given you lots of information lots of knowledge and indeed he is awaiting your response you can make contact with him remember his website and also you can try to have him do some wonderful work and amazing stuff with you with regards to some of the challenges that you experience in this life. So I hope we have given you a wonderful dosage of health, happiness, and prosperity. We thank Tom for all the information that he has shared and his openness with regards to the beauty of this amazing discovery going forward. So until next time, this is Andy of Andy's Personal Development together with our guest Tom Paladino Swain. Keep the faith, keep your hope up, and remember your story is what matters. And we will continue to be your partner in health, happiness, and prosperity. So long, Godspeed, God bless. Shalom, namaste. Bye for now, folks.